The Crawford Stand. This week, the president of Crawford Broadcasting Company, Don Crawford, spells out his priorities going forward. We might call his agenda, Last Things First. Scriptures tell us very clearly, Old and New Testaments, that the world in which we live, our beloved planet Earth, will end. Well, hard to fathom, isn't it? All we know and experience, all we assume with regard to planet Earth, will someday be no more. The Bible does not say when, for only God Almighty knows that. But it is clear that there will be an ending, and it even tells us in some ways how this world of ours will end. In the last days, the end times, there will be plagues and disease. How about killer COVID for starters? And there will be lawlessness, men and women doing what they want, living how they will, defying any authority, producing chaos and rebellion and riots and physical violence. How about Portland, Seattle, Philadelphia, Chicago, the riots and killings in Chicago and New York for starters? How about that? Rampant individuality, rampant individuality and immorality defying, defying authority. So say the scriptures. There will be in the last days an immorality such as the world has not seen. We will find the end of moral absolutes like the Ten Commandments scoffed and mocked, and the rights and freedoms of the Constitution ignored and ridiculed, or even eliminated. There will be no moral authority, none whatsoever, and what tens of millions of people regard as ultimate authority, the Holy Bible, will be ridiculed, mocked, and ignored. We see, my fellow Americans, the beginning of that very thing today, do we not? Don't you agree? Even as the Bible is hardly read and virtually ignored, so is the church by so many. The Christian church, so many of them and their pastors have become compromised, ignoring gospel fundamentals, becoming social institutions rather than worship and learning centers about the one true God, and of course, our beloved Lord Jesus Christ. So much of the once great and powerful Christian church becomes irrelevant, ignored, and compromised. All of that are signs of the end times, the last days, and they now exist, and they continue to grow, do they not? What do you think? Do you believe we live in the end times, do you? Many of us consider ourselves evangelicals. That is, we once did. <laughs> Today, many wonder exactly what an evangelical is. I know I do. Years ago, the statement of belief was clear, biblical, and fundamental. Today, whether in writing or practice, evangelical does not mean what it once meant. Many of us simply referred to ourselves as Bible-believing, Christ-following Christians, the great God-Jehovah-worshipping Christians. You know, perhaps the term evangelical should be replaced by real Christians or Bible-believing Christians. Do you agree? That may sound simplistic, but it is basic and fundamental and real. I, for one, would prefer to be that rather than to be labeled by a term which may not define who I am or what it is I believe. 
what do you think? What do you believe? And what do you call yourself? Do you consider yourself an evangelical? And if so, are you satisfied with the current cultural definition of evangelical? Are you? Former President Barack Hussein Obama told us clearly that we Americans and Christians lived in the day and age of post-truth. Post-truth. That is, there was no such thing as absolute truth, none whatsoever. Nor was there any absolute morality or laws of conduct. That politics itself would become riddled with moral relativism and the truth du jour meaning, of course, that anything which advanced the ultimate cause and objectives, whatever they were, was the truth, at least the truth of the day. Boy, could that change and change fast. The Bible for men like Obama and so many others was a nice collection of stories and mythologies and suggestions and guides, anything but absolute, anything but truth. When Jesus the Christ said, I am the way, the truth, and the life, such a statement would be ridiculed, or at best, simply ignored. Today, that very Bible, Christianity itself, its storied history is not just ignored, but attacked. Statutes, Christian statutes are toppled, churches are vandalized and burned. Christians are killed, and there is an all-out attack on anything Christian, or for that matter, other faiths as well. How about the Jews? How about the rampant growth of anti-Semitism? If these new radicals, these anti-Americans and anti-Christians who believe in and foster cancel culture, if these progressives have their way, we the people will eventually live under a new standard of morality, or none at all, which in fact, uh, even if it is a so-called standard, there will be no morality at all, none. We live in a day and age where cultural standards and lifestyles and morality itself are essentially defined by L-G-B-T-Q-I-A-U, lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, queer, intersexual, whatever that means, alternate, and now the brand new category, undecided. <laughs> undecided. It's simply unbelievable. Individuals now determine who and what they are. They decide their sexual orientation and their gender identity. Science, and especially biology, mean little or nothing, nor do traditional terms like male and female I just find that incomprehensible. Do you? Politics tries in every way to accommodate. So do so many churches. Oh, that really bothers me. Even the once great and consistent theological church, the Roman Catholic Church, it wrestles with the issues and searches for compromise and watches as a certain schism and rebellion occurs within its own ranks. The immorality, the theological lawlessness of the end times and the last days, that is here and that is now. And it's scary. Do you agree? The church, as so much of our new and revolutionary society, has become in so many ways woke. Woke, the new four-letter word. It seeks accommodation rather than confrontation, 
a moral stand-up approach to mankind and society, which Scripture requires, but it's not happening. It distances itself in so many instances from that now hateful word, sin. Sin. Oh, boy, oh, boy. If you use the word sin, you are a hate monger. No matter that the scriptures clearly teach that all have sinned and all have come short of the glory of God and are in need of redemption and salvation and repentance, that notwithstanding, and of course through Jesus Christ and him alone, that is so often ignored by contemporary pastors who, again, seek this new compromise and this new accommodation rather than approaching society and culture with a powerful, confrontational, even antagonistic message of the gospel. The gospel itself at the core is very antagonistic, I think. So much of the church seeks to accommodate the new moral relativism and to get along with modern-day society and thinking. Even though cancel culture accommodates and fosters, anything goes. Boy, do they ever. Anything goes. The woke church and its pastors now become the false prophets of the 21st century, as the Bible predicts, and do more harm to real Christianity than in some ways even its very enemies themselves. They subvert from within, more or less, and the trusting people, the sheep of their pastures, are misled. There is nothing worse than a non-biblical misleading of an open, trusting, searching soul. Nothing. Ah. Shame on them. Christianity seeks to accommodate the great issues of the day, where it can. Take abortion, for example. It is wrong. It is wrong. It, it's just wrong. It, it's killing. It is biblically anathema, and it is condemned by all right-thinking churches, right-thinking churches, including and especially real, true, evangelical, and Catholic churches. President Biden, for example, promotes abortion, including the Hyde Amendment and Mexico City agreements, and of course champions vigorously Roe versus Wade, and seeks to have that judicial decision even codified into law. At the same time, Biden seeks communion, partaking of the Eucharist and the blessings of the Catholic Church, when it vigorously condemns abortion as a moral evil. Biden obviously disagrees. Biden and Pelosi promote the Equality Act, among other legislations which foster the rights of LGBTQIAU at the expense of the freedom of religion guaranteed in the First Amendment. Democrats wish to destroy sexual hierarchy and historical understanding, championing sexual orientation and gender identity. You decide who you are and what you are. Ah, unbelievable. Do you agree with that? Do you? Progressive, radical, anti-religion Democrats and others believe in euthanasia, essentially the killing of the elderly. Incredible. They promote contraception, these progressive radicals do, which the Catholic Church abhors, and celibacy, and they attack standard biblical principles with regard to female participation in the church. And so often, the church sits back, does little or nothing but talk, 
debates and discusses how they might accommodate the new thinking and the new morality while the traditional and absolute morality of the past is eroded step by step. What a world we live in, my fellow Christians and my fellow Americans. The change is radical and simply unbelievable. Even the Supreme Court embraces so much of the new, even at the expense of the Constitution. Interestingly, six of the justices are Roman Catholic. Did you know that? Six of the Supreme Court justices are Roman Catholic. And two are Jewish. No matter their so-called private faith, if it's real, they seem ready to decide against religious freedom and faith and the practice of religion in the public square, condoning moral abominations in some cases, uh, like abortion, for example. And at that judicial level, the old morality gradually disappears and new standards arise. In the first 100 days, so-called, of the Biden administration, the president had issued more than 40 public proclamations in the form of executive orders, executive statements of policy, and other executive actions which are, in fact, anti-religious, anti-Christian, and even contrary to his very own faith. They are anti-Catholic. Time and again you will hear Presidential Press Secretary Jan Psaki say that the Biden administration and President Biden respectfully disagree, of course, referring to the Catholic Church. They disagree with the old morality the Biden administration and his people do, and especially with the thinking and theological beliefs of the Catholic Church. All of this, all of this, my fellow Americans, is the beginning indeed of the end times. Don't you agree? Don't you? The Bible predicts it, and the scriptures are backed up and supported by what is actually happening in the world today. The freedoms of the First Amendment of the Constitution, all five of them, all of which are synergistic and work together and are necessary for the support, practice, and continuation of all five, seem to mean little. For there is really no freedom of religion without freedom of speech and freedom of press and freedom of assembly, you know, like church worship in congregations, and freedom of petition, all of which really make up and are essential parts of freedom of religion. They all must work together. Take one away or any more of those first five freedoms, and the others will fail. So, my fellow Americans and fellow Christians, the fundamental issues of today are, who are you? Who am I? What are you? What am I? How will you live, and what will you believe? And will you stand up and act on that? The new world of cancel culture, the new woke world, wants you deconstructed and compromised and becoming one of them, changed not through salvation and redemption, as the Bible teaches and as Jesus Christ proclaimed, but through denial and deconstruction. They, the progressives, want you and me to be like them. Now, 
and in days to come, they are ready to do whatever it takes to accomplish these progressive, radical, anti-American, anti-Christian objectives, first through education, and then the political process, but eventually down the road, violence and physical force if necessary. That's the way it happens in history when religious persecution occurs. Now more than ever, now more than ever, we the Christian people, and joined with all people of faith, we must fight the fight of faith. Are you ready to do that? Are you ready to stand up? Are you now standing up? We live in the end times, my fellow Americans, and boy, we better stand up well before it's too late. The time is short. The end times are here. They have begun, and they are real. The fulfillment of these last days may take months, years, or even more to fully happen. But the end of all things, so accurately and truthfully predicted by the Bible, will occur. It will. Oh, I do hope and I do pray that you are ready, that you have been fully repentant and redeemed, that salvation through Jesus Christ is yours. And with that power of the Lord and the armor of Scripture, you are ready for the fight. I, for one, will never, ever, ever compromise my faith. Never. No matter what. That is a belief I have and will live for even unto my death. And I hope you are the same way. Oh, may God bless you, my fellow Christians. May God bless you and strengthen you and keep you safe in his love and in his mercy and in his protection. But if you are called upon in this day and age, the end times, if you are called upon to do so, I hope you, like me, are ready to put your all on the altar. You're all on the altar. Are you? Are you? Even unto death. Even unto death. Are you? The views expressed here on the Crawford Stand are those of the speaker, and Mr. Crawford really wants to hear from you. Repeatedly, he asks, what do you think? Tell him in your email to stand at crawfordbroadcasting.com. When you write to Mr. Crawford, be sure to tell him on what station you hear the stand. The email address again is stand at crawfordbroadcasting.com. When you want to review what you hear, go to our website, crawfordbroadcasting.com. The Crawford Stand is a public affairs presentation of Crawford Broadcasting Company and this station, serving God and country. I'm Bill McCormick.